All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back again to the UPAL podcast, your source for motivation, inspiration, and information on your pursuit of wellness. I'm your only host today, Sean Goodwin. Austin Lee is off uh, taking care of, taking over the world, and doing all kinds of awesome, fun stuff that he does. So you just got me and our guests today. Um, luckily for everyone out there, you don't just have to listen to me because we have an awesome guest today. It is Corporal Diana Henry, certified badass and United States Marine. She works as a mechanic on C-130s as a power liner. We're going to dive into that a little bit further whenever she joins up with us. The interesting thing to be noted about her is that she is currently in the Middle East. So we're going to talk about that and more upcoming next on the UPAL podcast. What's going on? Uh, not much. It's like dark there. Yeah. It's crazy because it's like, it's like 2 o'clock here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like 10 o'clock at night here. Damn. Yeah. So you just ate dinner super late? Yeah. Is that like normal or? No, the guys were just being difficult. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Usual stuff. They're, they're kids. They're all kids. Is that what it is? Yeah. So how you doing? I'm all right. Yeah? Ready to be home? Uh, yes and no. <laughs> Why yes and no? Cause I like the atmosphere out here cause it's like a smaller group. So like, it's just easier, but like I do miss things back home. So. Right. This is up. That's what's up. So I don't know what you wanted to do. Uh, I mean, we can just hang out and chat a little bit and I can use what I can use, or I can do a little more structured kind of interview, whatever, whatever you want to do. I really just kind of wanted to catch up and have an opportunity to hang out too, you know, yeah, <laughs> Love to see your punk like ass. <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. We can just whatever works best. You think? I'm cool. Are you comfortable? Are you just standing outside? Or are you chilling? I'm just chilling. Okay, cool. Um, so just go ahead and uh, I guess tell everyone about you. Um, obviously, none of these are released yet, but you know, as we build a little bit more traction and more and more people listen, I mean, we'll probably have you back on and everything too. Whenever you're back in the states, maybe you and Matt, or you know, you and Lauren for a girl segment or something. Um, but just tell everyone about you, tell everyone kind of where you are, what you're doing, basic stuff. Like you want like first name, last name, like everything, like run through it. Whatever you want to do, homie. It's your time. <laughs> All right. Well, my name is Diana. Um, I'm in the United States Marine Corps, have been for almost three years. Um, I joined later when I was 28. I'm now 30 and I'm an aviation mechanic. Uh, so my job is 6216, which is a... Uh, uh, basic power liner, which is a mechanic for the C-130s. I work on the engines and the propellers. And I think that's about it. <laughs> you, have a, you have a really, really cool job and you just spent 12 seconds on it and you're like, well, that's about <laughs> it, you know? I don't really do much. <laughs> we What's work like on them every plane. <laughs> that's a, a big-ass plane, air. right? Like, that's it, not small. It, it's not small. It's it's a pain in the ass. Those, I think it's worse than working on a car. Like, really? Yeah. At least a car, you know, if it breaks down, you're still on the road. Plane breaks down, you know what I mean? Like, a little more happens. So. Yeah, a little more happens. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you working on planes that, like, are we talking general wear and tear? Or are we talking like damage from like war zone? What What are we talking? Um. So, for the most part, 
um, because I'm since I'm stationed in the Middle East right now, um, we've gotten lucky so far. Everything's just been like wear and tear. Mm-hmm. So like um, the uh, it's just from flying them so much because literally like they do multiple flights a day. Yeah, and uh, I'm gonna move somewhere where there's a little more light. But um, they uh, so like for the C-130s, what we mainly use them for, like not only do we use them for like cargo drops, we use them for aerial refueling. So they'll refuel the jets and different things like in mid-flight. And um, they, uh, um, so it's just manual wear and tear. Every once in a while they'll come back and they've hit a bird or something crazy. <laughs> um, but, or giant bugs that we had. We did a plane come back plane? a couple of weeks ago. I kid you not, I found a bug wing like this big, yellow spots everywhere. And they were like, we found wings this big. I don't know what they were. I don't want to know whether since they had wings that big. Yeah, our Wi-Fi connections suck out here. Oh, yeah? I can't imagine why. Yeah. You're in the middle of fucking nowhere. <laughs> it's crazy. Okay. So we were talking about these big-ass bugs that I'm now very, very interested in. Yeah, we we were told they might have been locusts, but like we were pulling like wings out of like the engine and stuff, because like they go into like the scoops, mm-hmm. or we had like a couple going, and like something like that burns up in the engine, so we weren't worried about fodding it out, like damaging the engine, but we just thought it had to get in there and clean it. Mm-hmm. So, okay. But and did did you learn how to work? This is probably something I should know, honestly. But did you learn how to work on them when you were in training, or did you learn how to work on them out there? So we do go to the um, like school for a short period of time, and a lot of that is just we do some hands-on training, but it's a lot of uh, book work also. But then you it's you learn you learn the bulk of the job once you get to a permanent duty station. Um, and so I'd been at my permanent duty station about a year, a little over a year, before I got sent out here. San Diego. Yes, yeah, San Diego, okay. and. Um, so they usually, at least for our job, like to come out here, they don't send you right away. Um, they have you get a few months, at least a few months underneath your belt, get settled in and learn a few things before sending you out here. Because, yeah, it's easier out here, but out here at the same time, like because potentially things could go the wrong way quickly, they need more experienced people out here. So Right, right. That makes sense. So you'd say you, you've learned a lot since being there. It's not all yeah okay that's cool. so kind of combination like we learned a lot before coming out here and then being out here because there's only a couple of us on each like there's only two people on each shift mm. so like you would do literally everything to where like back home in the states like there's so many of us on a shift so like you may not get to do as many jobs as like or as many jobs on the plane as what you could out here so. okay so you sort of fall into like your niche or like what you're good at and then you know someone else picks yeah. up what they're good at and whatnot but over there it's a little more spread out yeah 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 that's cool any uh anything eventful <laughs> i guess happen out there with any of the planes like well, give me give me one cool story besides the giant bugs in the plane i need to i need to think of something positive here like <laughs> bugs um, are like oh hell no to me i don't know <laughs> <laughs> no i get that um 
sadly, none of our planes have been banned. Like we haven't actually had any issues. It's actually been pretty calm hmm. for the most part. I know they like, there was like talk of things happening, but then like nothing ever did. So it's like, you guys were just getting our hopes up for something good, but. Getting your hopes up, Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's well, yeah, probably a good thing, pretty... though, right? I mean, less, you know, less yeah. bullet holes and shit to patch, right? Yeah. But That's good. That's awesome. No, I mean, I'm really, like, I'm happy that you're, you know, feeling fulfilled and learning new shit and, you know, it's probably not the politically correct way to say it, learning new shit, but, you know, it's, it's cool because, like, you know, you have this ability to, like, you know, like you said, you joined a little later and like now you're just learning like new skills that like you like you never would have learned how to work on a C-130 in Bloomington, Indiana, where we both live. You oh. know? <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't get to do cool stuff like that. Right. Yeah. OK, so I want to shift gears real quick and number one, tell you congrats because I saw your lifting videos. Oh, uh, sweet. And number two, let's talk about lifting and gains in the Middle East. Um. So because we don't do a lot, the only thing we're allowed to do is go to the gym. So it's either work, sleep, or gym. Like, that's our options. Right. And part of my thing was, is, like, being in the Marine Corps, like, the physical standards are higher. And before I came out here, um, one of our uh, semi-annual, like, requirements, like, tests I was struggling with. So that was my goal to come out here, was to come out here and, and like, get stronger to run a higher score and um so with the lifting and everything like the 500 pound club thing at the gym was just something fun to do mm -hmm. but i actually a couple days before that i actually ran the tests i had to do and i actually scored the best score i've ever gotten um while doing it so like it's the pf it's the pft and it's a uh it's pull-ups or push-ups yeah, physical fitness test, and then you have to do crunches or plank now, and then last event is a three-mile run, and my average before was I was a third class, which is usually like in the hundreds, and then I actually ran a 235, which is just barely a first class, but I'm going to take it because it's like, that's the best I've done. So. Hey. Hell yeah. But. That's awesome. And then what, yeah. what was your bench squat and deadlift? So the deadlift or the squat was 215. The deadlift was 235. And then the bench press was 135. One plate? Yeah, 130. Yeah, one plate. Yeah. Come a long way. When I when I trained you, you benched the yeah. bar. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah there's a, so. there's a definite strength increase with being a united states <laughs> marine huh <laughs> yeah <laughs> go from struggling with the bar for a few reps to struggling with a plate so hey that's how it starts i mean we, we, we all got to start somewhere. I mean, honestly, one play for a girl is fucking impressive. Like, it doesn't matter whether you're a marine or whoever. Like, that's like, like I'm always like, damn, every time I see a girl do that, like, I mean, even some guys, really, you know, that's not true. Yeah. Some guy, if, if you're a guy and you can bench a plate, I, yeah, I'm sorry for all the listeners who only bench one plate. My bad. But like, that better just be a warm up. <laughs> right. You know, yeah, definitely. Um, well, that's why with like, 
like with the pull-ups, so like you know how like I couldn't even do one when you were training me. Mm-hmm. On my ten, I got twelve. 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 Damn kid. And like I, like I had some of the guys. They were like, because they're like, oh Henry, if you if you can get more than eight, we'll buy your drinks at one of our stops going home. And I was like, all right. Bet. <laughs> and the one the one guy, he was like, he was like, okay, he, the, that did the bet. I was like, okay. And I just started ripping them out. And I was determined to at least get nine. I was like, because I was right. confident, like, eight. And then I was like, you know what? Like, I can do nine for sure. And so then the next thing I knew, they were yelling 12. And I was like, I'm done then. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Just motivated but, just strictly by booze? Is that what it was? A little bit, yeah. Because <laughs> I was free drinks. Why not? <laughs> I imagine. You guys, you don't, you don't have any, like, a bar or anything on base, right? No, uh, Kuwait itself is a uh, a dry uh, it's a dry area or whatever, and the whole country. Um, I believe so. Yeah. Damn. Um, the base doesn't have anything, and then we can't ask to have anything right out here either. So, um, so this we is go an the whole- entirely sober trip then. Yeah, the whole trip. Yeah. Your tolerance is going to be so low. How are you ever going to keep up with me? I I don't know. I've got a couple of weeks to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. You, you you message me all the time. You're like, hey, we're, we're doing shots when I get home. Like, I, <laughs> you ain't drinking X amount of months. You better be careful. I weigh a lot more than you. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'll just have to gain some weight between now and then. There you go. We'll just bulk up. Cheeseburgers, you know. Actually, that's a good segue into what, what's the first thing, you know, besides obviously seeing, you know, Matt and the doggos and everything. What's the first thing you're doing when you're back to the U.S.? Mm. I can't decide between getting sushi or tacos. You come back to the United States and you want to get Japanese or Mexican food. <laughs> yeah. Not, not a cheeseburger. Not, not nothing. <laughs> no. no. I want, like, I don't know. Those are supposed to sound good. Hmm. I can I can advocate. We had some sushi the other day. There's a spot here in Bloomington that just opened, and it is awesome. When you're in town, we will go, and I'll buy, and it'll be awesome because I. It's honestly probably the best sushi that I've had here, probably in five or six years since uh, that old spot was it a uh, was it Kiku was it was it called I think when Kiku closed. Yeah, that was on the east side, right? Yeah, yeah. This this place is on the east side too, so that's cool. You excited to see the uh, the puppies? Yeah. I'm probably going to get trampled, especially since Sam and I now weigh the same weight. Like, right. probably, it's probably not hurt, but well worth it. I literally, like, I when I play PlayStation with Matt, I hear him, like, like protesting <laughs> and growling in the microphone. And I'm just like, God, that dog is so vocal. He's a sassy dude. I, yeah. I thought Bruno could be sassy, but Sam puts them to shame. I'm like, damn, dude, like, hmm. I'm going to need you to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Klaus does the same shit. Like just just whines and moans and groans. It's like, dude, <laughs> you have Klaus the is life. as big Why? as you too now. Just so you know, is he? He's he 135 so... pounds. Oof, he big boy. He's a chunky butt. <laughs> telling you. So I don't know. One one of the things I wanted to touch on was like what it's like being out there. You know, like kind of mental health kind of stuff. I don't know if you want to talk about that or not, though. Um. I mean, we can. I know for everybody, it's a little different. Mm-hmm. But like first get out here, like I think it's just you're like aesthetics is something different. But kind of falling back to like we don't have a lot to do, so you mm-hmm. have so much time. 
like you start thinking about stuff like by the end of it you're like damn I like I want to go home or like like there's some guys like there's one guy like he's already re- he re-enlisted at the beginning coming out here and now he's already like what the fuck did I just do like I don't know it just makes you think about a lot of stuff so it, yeah. depending on the person it definitely like mentally puts more of a toll on people it definitely on being in like relationships it puts strains on relationships like yeah. sadly we one guy out here he had to go file for a divorce because uh, his wife called him about six or eight weeks ago and was like i'm done so like damn yeah like it sucks like even though like we don't have a lot going on out here like i said it's pretty calm but it just i don't know if it's a separation or time difference but like it gets to people yeah you know when my my buddy joe did uh five deployments i think six deployments uh he was in the air force and like the first three, he was like so excited, like loved it. Dude, love travel. I mean, a single guy, you know, he's not not like no worldly possessions, basically. All his shit's in a storage unit, you know, loved going to the Middle East. And then like, I think his fifth or sixth deployment, he was like, got stuck with some people that didn't really know what they were doing, I guess, like in the area that he was in. And he was just like, dude, I'm done. I'm so done. I hate everything about this. Like everything changed with that last deployment he was on. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know if it's a, like, a unit thing or what, but, like, I definitely, before I didn't really, like, kind of fully understand it, but, like, after being out here, like, it's, like, I can get where it can mess some people up, especially depending on the jobs, like, the ones that actually do more of the, like, like, frontline stuff, I, I guess would be the best word to, way to put it, mm-hmm. like, see where it could, like, get to them more. Yeah. How close are you to the frontline stuff? um being totally honest i have no idea yeah um i uh i know our couple of our planes like will fly they can't fly in certain areas because of certain stuff going on um but much past that as it's a distance like from where we're stationed to what's going on i don't know and i don't know if that on purpose they kind of keep us out of the loop or if it's just because it constantly changes. Right. I mean, you're, for lack of a better explanation, right? You're a hell of a lot closer than I am <laughs> sitting here in Indiana. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, if, you, if you're in the Middle East, you're a lot closer to the shit than, <laughs> than yeah. the rest of us back home, you know? And we then, honestly, we appreciate you doing that. It's no problem. Do you understand that when we get drunk together for the first time, you're getting like 47 thank you for your services from me, just so you know. <laughs> okay just just mentally prepare yourself now <laughs> okay <laughs> that's awesome so you're back home when when do you leave um they've given us a window of anywhere between the beginning the end of the first hold up what's what's today today's the first first We could be there the earliest of, I believe, the 9th or the late of the, I think they said the 13th. Okay. Yeah. What's the travel time from there to, you're going straight back to California or? So, um, we are, so because we are taking one of the C-130s back, um, we have to make a couple of stops just because of fuel. 
right um that and the crew can only like fly for like so much time um we have to make a couple of stops um but i think when i came out here commercially um i think in total from the time i left san diego to the time we got out here was like 35 about 35 hours if not more oh that's horrendous and that's, that's including like layovers and stuff so it's still a long fucking time <laughs> yeah so you're, you're flying yeah. back in a c-130 does that mean you get to kind of like stretch out and chill out or is that still like a pretty packed plane uh it's pretty packed because of how many people are going on top of all the year okay so because uh, my whole group we're all flying back on one plus all of our gear oh yeah so you guys are gonna so get like, packed in that damn plane yeah it, we're gonna be we're gonna be snug snug <laughs> as a bug in- <laughs> for 35 hours at least we get to break it up a little more and get to actually stop and stretch our legs. So Right. Yeah, that's good. I got to tell you, if I'm flying anywhere 35 hours, I'm flying first class. I'm on a bed. <laughs> I don't care if it's a $5,000 plane ticket. <laughs> I got a credit card. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I want all the pampering. Right. Not no damn cargo plane. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to it. Like I, I wasn't happy with the taking a commercial flight out here because those aren't comfortable either. But the seats are even worse in one of these, and it's like mm, this, this ain't. It's gonna be a little, little rough. Yeah. Gonna be just, Does it make it a little better knowing that like the end destination is home though? It is, but at the same time, a little nervous because you have to like readjust everything. Because right. like out here we. It, like so like chill and like relax with everything and then to go back and like kind of everything gets tightened back up per se and it's like just takes you a little bit more you're talking about with work right yeah work related yeah okay i'm gonna say i don't feel like it's more tightened up when you can leave and go to the mall like that's like <laughs> <laughs> no. no well you're in california you can't go to the mall anyway but right <laughs> damn lockdowns right but What's yeah, that? Like, so, Go ahead. Because like out here, like I said, all we could do is like gym, work, and eat, and then to be able to go home and like do whatever. It's like what to do with all these options. <laughs> so much room for activities, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands. It's a great movie, number one. What's yeah. the uh, What's the COVID situation out there? I know that you had a a rougher time getting out there because a bunch of your guys, I mean, including you, right, had COVID. Yeah, I I was uh, I tested positive, but I didn't have it. But I was because just because of spreading the germs, I got I had to stay with everybody else. Um, but they, um, I know coming out here is a lot stricter than what it is, is for us to go home um, because not only did we have to quarantine before leaving, but we got out here and even had to quarantine for a few days. Hmm. And even the guys that came out before us they even had to quarantine they had to quarantine for a full 14 days by the time they got out here wow and i would i say in general just from what we can hear on the different like radio stations um because they're so much stricter out here with it they actually don't have a lot of issues with it so i know the last group before us they had 
a couple cases, but that's because um, either pilots um, or uh, some of like the air crew guys, not necessarily from our group, but from other groups that are out here, um, mm -hmm. brought it in from one of their previous stops. Oh, okay. So for the most part, we actually don't have an issue with it out here. That's cool. So, yeah. I mean, we still have to wear like masks and stuff just to be on the precaution, but it's actually not an issue out here. That's kind of good then. And so do you have to quarantine when you get home? Uh, yes. Okay. They, because I guess Matt was telling me, I guess, cause the, what is it? The CDC or whatever has kind of changed it a little bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, we don't know how long we're going to quarantine. We just know we're going to have a quarantine. So. Right. Right. Cause we're still like at work. Like if, if we're like a close contact or whatever, then we have to quarantine for like, I think it's, it's 14 days. Um, if you just quarantine and then if you, if you get a negative test, I think they'll let you out in 10. Cause that's what I did oh, when dang. Lauren had it. Mm. Cause I was in the same boat as Matt where like Lauren tested positive. I mean, she had symptoms. You didn't obviously, but when Lauren tested positive, I, I never did. I was negative like three times. So nice. I think it's cause I'm bulletproof. <laughs> Could be like, you might, you might be the cure. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, yo, <laughs> maybe I'm it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> all right well hey i want to be respectful of your time and i know it's getting late out there um so thank you for coming on and you know chatting with me obviously and updating not only me but everyone else that's going to listen to this and it's a pretty rare opportunity to talk to someone who's you know actively stationed in the middle east during the uh all the craziness in the world and everything else that's going on and you know we're certainly happy to have you coming back and you know of course thank you for your service and all that stuff that i'm going to tell you another 500 times whenever you get back here in the states <laughs> anything else yeah. you want to say before we roll no what was that everything i mean yeah pretty much we can cover some other stuff i could stop the recording it's up to you anything else you want to talk about i mean i i don't want to delve too deep like into like like oh do you miss your husband like yeah no shit right like <laughs> <laughs> i get it no it's good so 